Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. All right, some people are uh, some people are fun, funneling in here. Uh, have a Saturday edition of the Facebook Live Broad Street Hockey Post Game Show. I uh, don't know how long we're going to go today. You know, I value my weekends, uh, so we will uh, we'll just uh, see how much we have here today. Uh, let me get started in just a second. Looks like some pe- some more people are funneling in. Uh, Okay, that should do it. We're over 50. I like to start at around 50 people. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Uh, welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Radio Post Game Live. I am, of course, Bill Match, your director of fun and games for the afternoon. Uh, you know, Flyers played, uh, they played good enough to get a point today. I guess that's something, uh, you know. A two-goal lead after the first period again, and they're not able to—they're uh, not a way to put, not able to come away with the win. Uh, not Brian Elliott's best performance, uh, considering how well he's played of late. But the Flyers just couldn't keep themselves out of the penalty box. Some just foolish penalties, I thought. The—I uh, mean, Gossip Bear with an unsportsmanlike just for spouting off uh, from the bench. I don't really know what good that does you, Gossip Bear with the. Uh, he had the uh, the roughing penalty as well. Was that, was that what it was called? Roughing, where he just came in undisciplined and hit a guy with his hands high. I can't can't make those plays, and those those aren't winning plays. Those are just undisciplined. Just you got to think. You got to think out there. It can't just be your body takes over and oh no, I hit the guy in the face. Uh, you got to think out there. So. Uh, I was really, that was my biggest disappointment. Today's game was the discipline. A couple more calls could have gone the Flyers' way. They probably could have had a couple more penalties. Uh, Their power play, what was the power play? Flames' power play was three of five. Flyers' power play was one of three, but they had a chance. They had a chance at the end uh, with the power play, basically for the final two minutes of the game. I think there was like a half second between the power play clock and the game clock. Uh, you know, when you're up against the Flames, they have the 31st-ranked penalty kill, dead last. You need to uh, you need to take advantage of that. They had their opportunity. We're not able to score. Uh, Nolan Patrick becomes the first flyer not named Jeru Voracek or Couture, f- first flyers forward not named uh, Jeru Couturier or Voracek to score a goal since the uh, Colorado game on November 4th. Uh, that's one, two, three, four. This is the fifth game uh, since they had any scoring at all uh, other than the top three. A couple of goals by defensemen today. Uh, but Nolan Patrick, of course, was on the ice with Giroux and Voracek uh, when he picked up that goal. So uh, that's a combination I wouldn't mind seeing a little more of. I know um, I know we don't want to break up that top line, but considering the ice time Dale Weiss and Yuri Laterra are getting, I feel like there are some shifts where um, you can 
not switch up the lines, but just give a different look and then still go back to uh, go back to the original lines as well. Um, Wheel was out today with an upper body injury. That was a bit unfortunate, but I wouldn't mind seeing um, if they're only going to give, you know, what did we get tonight out of uh, the two wonder twins? Dale Weiss, 10.53, and Yuri Laterra, 8.51, Taylor Lear, 9.41, Scott Lawton, 11.02, two minutes on the PK. Uh, so, yeah, if we're going to have four guys who are basically logging uh, fourth-line minutes, you have an opportunity to maybe go – you know, every now and then throw Nolan Patrick between Giroux and Voracek, throw Couturier between like a wheel and uh, like a wheel and um, Travis Konechny line, something like that, just to maybe get those, maybe get those guys going just by giving them, giving them some extra shifts at, at this point. Cause um, the secondary scoring is still an issue. Like I said, Nolan Patrick first flyers forward, in uh, two weeks to have a goal other than Couturier, Voracek, and uh, and Giroux. But he was on the ice with uh, those two wingers, Giroux and Voracek. So it's still that line carrying a majority of the load. Uh, today was the first day Yuri Laterra didn't really bother me. I like him in a fourth-line role. I think he fits with Lawton and Lear. Um, plays a little bit of a different style than them. Can do the puck control thing, uses body while those two zip around. Uh, so I kind of liked that. Uh, kind of liked that trio. Wouldn't mind seeing that moving forward. The fourth line hasn't been as productive as it was to start the season. So I wouldn't mind. Uh, wouldn't mind mixing that up a little. And when you're just getting absolutely nothing out of your bottom nine now, that's what it is. The Flyers have a have a top three and a bottom nine. That that's what it's become. Um, when you're not getting anything out of any of them, uh, you got to mix things up. Um, Patrick's goal, Couturier had just played quite a bit on the penalty kill, so they throw a different center and, you know, get him a goal, get him going. Today was uh, – Patrick looked good. He, You could tell he was definitely easing back in last game. He wasn't uh, – wasn't, definitely wasn't 100% ready to go in terms of just uh, hockey conditioning, whatever, just getting back in the swing of things, uh, getting it all going whatever cliche you want to use. Uh, you could tell he wasn't 100% back in. Uh, today was the best I thought Nolan Patrick has looked in a while. So that's a positive, I guess. You take that uh, You take that from there. Hopefully uh, this goal, you know, can get him going. Uh, you can get him uh, – you can get Jordan Wheel healthy and start to get uh, – start to get that top nine going again. Like have the – be able to roll four lines, be able to get production out of more than just – you know the uh, the ginger beard men. I think that's what we're gonna go with the ginger beard men. It's kind of a kind of a mouthful, but I don't. I I think that's been the best uh, been the best uh, name I've heard so far for that group. Um, like I said, Brian Elliott not great today, but when you when you give up a hat trick to a guy, um, Sean Monahan has three goals. Were they all in the second period? Monahan's second period power play, Monahan's second period power. Yeah, he had, I mean, three goals in the third period all on the power play. I can only blame the goalie so much, but he needs to be better, and he has been better lately. Uh, what did he end the day with? He stopped 26 of 31. So that's not, uh, that's not the best outing 
But like I said, uh, you know, you, you got to stay out of the box. Um, a dangerous team like that is going to take advantage of their power play opportunities with Goudreau and Monaghan, all the firepower, uh, the high-end talent they have on that team. You can't just go out and take the dumb penalties that the Flyers took today. Uh, and when you get your own power play chances, you have to convert against such a, uh, against such a group. Um, Gosses Bear had the two bad penalties today, but I thought this was um, – I thought this was the most active and effective he's looked uh, in a couple of games since, you know, he came back from the, did they even ever call it a concussion? I just think it was head injury. Uh, I just haven't loved his game. I thought he and Brandon Manning played well. Brandon Manning has, uh, I gotta say, like, granted, I'm saying I, um, I don't mind Brandon Manning. The, the height of my praise, like where this is all going, because, oh, my God, you're praising Brandon Manning. No, I, I I want him to be like, if he's just a third-pair guy, all right, I can deal with it, and he's a guy who can play his offside. So, like, um, you know, if they were to bring up a uh, – if they were to bring up a Sam Moran who can only play the left, um, and then that he and Manning are your third pair, maybe kind of a uh, – maybe kind of a shutdown pair as your third pairing. I wouldn't mind it. He's been playing decently uh, lately, better than uh, better than you would expect. And this is his third. He scored his third goal of the season tonight. Uh, third goal since October 28th. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's his third goal in 10 games. So he's uh He's been doing a little bit. He's had a he's had a couple of goals taken away, I believe. So uh, at least the one. And I think the other one actually got upheld in replay. But uh, so he's 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 doing a decent job. It's it's Brandon Manning. You're you can only give him so many compliments before like he does do some dumb shit. But all defensemen make mistakes. He does have holes in his game. But as a third pair guy moving forward, I don't mind him. Uh, him and Ghost have been playing pretty well together. Uh, so that's uh, I, I don't mind that pairing. I thought today uh, they took um, they took a good step forward as a pair today. Uh, I uh, this is more praise than I ever thought. It's more time I'm spending on Brandon Manning than I ever thought I would spend. Um, I thought he was decent today. Uh, beyond that, um, I guess I'll just get to your stuff now. I didn't have a, a ton prepared today. The game was what it was. It's nice that they score four goals. They eke a point out. But second straight game, they have a two-goal lead after the first period, and they lose it. So uh, you got to tighten that up. I just Whether you're sitting back protecting a lead or you're pushing for offense uh, like they were today, end up with four goals, um, you just got to be tighter. You can't, you can't allow three power play goals to one guy in one period. That's absolutely ridiculous. You need to play smarter and also maybe D that guy up. I don't know. Maybe when you see Monahan has two on the power play in one period to go on this next one, we're going to try to take him away. I, just a thought. Just a thought. Maybe cover that guy. I don't know. Um, beyond that, I guess I'll get to some of your – I guess I'll just start uh, get, getting to some of your stuff right now. This Yes, uh, Simmons is completely invisible. I thought he was a little more uh, – Again, just like Nolan Patrick, just like Ghost, I thought he was just more active today. The, he's he looked better um, than he has in a while. I uh, I kind of like that line of um, of Patrick Weiss and Simmons. They're three guys who I think play a complementary style. Uh, Wayne Simmons, what is this? Is this eleven or twelve games for Simmer without a goal? I need the game logs. Here we go. 
when his last game was his last goal was that winner against Edmonton on October twenty first. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve games now since Wayne Simmons' last goal, and that's just not getting it done. Uh, he he and Travis Konechny, Wheel is out again with an upper body. Uh, he took a good hit last game, so he's been uh, he's been injured a couple times this year, missed some time. But those three, I mean, those are three guys you are absolutely counting on, and they're not getting it done right now. Um, so I just saw, and I missed it, someone said uh, Konechny needs to be scratched for a game. I don't know if that's the solution, but uh, I, I need more out of him. Need more out of Travis Konechny. He's, uh, you know... He does a lot of things well, and then his decision making with the puck is uh, is not always great. Uh, he just he he overpasses or he misses the puck, pulls the trigger too um, too wildly or uh, too slowly, allows a guy to come over and get in the shooting lane to deflect his shot, or he just you know passes up a prime scoring chance uh, to make a pass and. Whatever is wrong with Travis Connecting right now, if it's mental or I, I thought his uh, – I didn't see it so much today. I thought he pulled the trigger a decent amount. But I thought something was maybe wrong with his hand or wrist last game, last couple of games um, because of his just reluctance to shoot. But um, I think it's just mental right now. He can't, he can't hit the net. He can't make the right decision. And something has to – I don't know um, – I don't know – if um, scratching him is the solution, but he needs something. Um, okay. When Simmons gets overpowered by Goudreau and OT, he's playing hurt. I, but then come off the ice at this point. If you can't get it done, then he shouldn't be on the ice. I can't accept that as an excuse anymore that he's playing hurt. He needs to not play then because he's not helping the team. I know he thinks like his presence helps the team. If he's not getting it done, then he needs to just come off the ice. Um, Simmons is not happy on that line. Just saying, I, whatever, I, you know, he hasn't scored in 12 games. I'm not happy with him. Voracek was a turnover machine today. He passed when he should have shot, and he missed his D responsibility on the OT goal. I can't. I can only say so many bad things about Voracek when he's like third in the league in scoring. Um, would you consider switching Raffle and Weiss? Um, I would consider switching anything right now. Uh, Anything in that bottom nine, uh, I think, should be completely fluid. Like I said, I want uh, Couturier taking more shifts with other wingers. Like, uh, get him a shift with Konechny. Hackstall's got to go, and I still have no idea how Weiss is playing when they have better options in Lehigh Valley. That has nothing to do with coach. GM can bring someone up whenever he wants. And whenever he wants, that's what he can do. It's, I mean, it's not on the coach that they just refuse to call up a Limblom or a Vecchioni or a Martel. That's that's the general manager's decision. They could send down whoever they want. They could call up whoever they want. 
Elliot was horrible. I don't know about horrible. I mean, you give up all those power play goals, that's on everybody. It's a lot more than the goaltender. I wouldn't say he was good by any stretch, but uh, I don't think it definitely wasn't one of his better games. But he's been really good lately, and you can't have the kind of breakdowns they had and expect not to give up goals. TK needs to go down, and I think Martell or Vecchioni should get a call up. Yeah, to, Travis Konecki does not need to go to the AHL. That's absolutely ridiculous. Let's face it, until some of these useless slugs are taken out of the lineup, this crap will happen over and over. Uh, the useless slugs aren't giving you anything right now, but, I mean, are you calling Simmons a useless slug? Are you calling Konecki a useless slug? Like, I, those guys are the guys that need to step up too. It, this was the first time since November 4th they got a goal from a forward. They got goals from anyone who aren't the top line. Today, uh, the Nolan Patrick was the first time they got a goal from a forward not on the top line, and he was playing with Drew and Voracek. So someone else needs to do something. Bring Moran up, send Alt down until AMAC is ready. Uh, that, that's not what their problem is. Uh, sure, I'd love to see Moran up here, but they're not losing games because they brought Moran up or they brought Alt up instead of Moran. Seemed like everywhere a flyer seemed like everywhere a flyer was, two Flames were there too. Um, Flames did well defensively today uh, in, in spurts, but uh, Flyers had plenty of opportunities. They had plenty of opportunities today, and uh, they fanned on a lot of shots, especially in the slot today. They created a decent amount of opportunities for themselves, scored the four goals, but, you know, they needed uh, that power play at the end, prime opportunity. Um, just needs to you just need more out of everyone else. Is Moran back healthy? Uh last I heard I thought he was playing in Lehigh Valley. I don't believe he's injured anymore. But um the injury kept him out for a while. I guess they don't want to just bring him back from being injured and just throw him right into the NHL. I Management doesn't believe in Samuel Moran. That's the only possible explanation for their treatment of him. They don't think he's that good. That's all. That's the only explanation now. Whenever anyone has a question about Samuel Moran now, the answer is management doesn't really believe in him because they're playing Mark Alt. You know, it's, that's what it is. Elliott was better in the Flames goalie. If Smith had not let in soft goals for Manning and Proverov, Flames win convincingly. Yeah. And, you know, that's hockey, though. I. I wouldn't call that Proverov goal soft. I mean, anytime you hit the corner, it's it's a good goal. Um, and there are plenty of times where the Flyers dominate and get beat by a good goalie. So it's that's hockey. You really can't be that upset with the Flyers' record, 8-4-4. Four, and four. It's pretty stellar for a rebuilder. I see the Flyers finishing near the bottom of the league and slowly climbing up in the standings. Might see them in the playoffs in 2022 or something, which I'm fine with. They could – I mean, they're 500 right now. Their points percentage is 500, which I expected them to be in the first half of the season. I can see this being a uh, – I can see this being a team that gets better in the second half because of all the young guys. But I've said that a million times. Um, people just want to say they blow and stuff after they win. I, that's fine.
Moran not coming up, Hack will keep Amac and Manning. That's on the general manager. General manager can take away the coach's toys and give him the ones he wants to play with at any time. Um, the general manager doesn't believe in, in Samuel Moran. That's why he's not here. Thank God for football and the Sixers. Yeah, you know, Flyers are taking L's so that the Eagles don't have to. Why is LaPerriere still the penalty kill coach? You know, that's a great question. Um, they've had a bad penalty kill his entire tenure here. And I was like, I know they have guys who are at least decent, you know, checking forwards who can kill penalties. And uh, they have enough defensemen who can just block shots and clear the puck. Penalty killing is mostly effort, but I, I just can't believe, like, they can't, Someone has to be better than Anne LaPerriere. Like, this has been a consistent issue for the Flyers for years now. LaPerriere's whole tenure, basically, the penalty kill has been bad. What is going on? Some sort of flashing? Ah, it's just my TV, like, flat like that. That was weird. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, no, LaPerriere needs, uh, he needs to go, absolutely. Got rid of the power play coach, penalty kill coach needs to be next. Yeah, no, I you know, when they got when they made coaching changes this offseason, I was like, oh really? Power play's been decent at least. Like, um if the second unit scored at all last year, they're a top five unit, but only the first unit ever scores. Um beginning of this year, first unit was or second unit was scoring a little. So you went, Oh, okay. Nice coaching change, but they've had to uh, fluctuate that second group so much. Now Dale Weiss is getting friggin' power play time. So who knows? But yeah, uh, there's absolutely no reason. And LaPerriere is still a penalty kill coach. It, like I always say, this is a results oriented business. I don't know if it's the coaching. I don't know if it's the personnel that's at fault. The goaltending is always suspect. It has been on the penalty kill for years, but, um, I mean, at a certain point, you got to try something new. LaPerriere is just not getting the job done. Why wasn't Gudis playing today? Are you effectively suspended while waiting for the front office call? Uh, yeah, it's a pending suspension. He's out. Like, he's going to be suspended. Um, it's just, I guess, a question now for how long. Um, could be a little while. Could be a little while. Konechny wins the game at the end of the third if he stops in front of the net and has a nose for the puck. No, absolutely true. He um he he drifted a little. He uh, the that puck I think Weiss might have thrown back out front um when he got it on the side and threw it back uh, across across the slot across the top of the crease. And um, if Konechny stops at the far post instead of drifting behind the net. He absolutely uh, has a chance to bury that one. That was a that was another um, just undisciplined play. Like and like I said, with, with the Gostas bear penalties, you got to think out there. You got to do the little things. When they talk about doing the little things, that's uh, that's that's one of them right there. Um, you know, connect. You can't buy a goal right now. He could really use it. That's a play that you need to make. If you just if you just go, this is my spot, not back here. The puck is a. I yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that totally, Dan. Um, maybe they can have goalie tryouts at the Flyers' wives' fight for lives carnival. I guess if you think Elliot's been bad recently, which he hasn't been, but whatever. Uh, people are angry because they've blown four straight winnable games. They have. Um, 
definitely been in the games, I guess. Uh, but when you don't score a goal, it's not winnable. You can't win 0-0. So I don't really think of games you get shut out as winnable. But um, they haven't been playing overall terribly. But they're just not getting anything out of anybody except the top line. And uh, the solution is you have to get you have to change the personnel because the personnel you have in the bottom nine is just not giving you anything. Um, Would a move like a trade, sending a player, slash call up, help spark the team? Yeah, I mean, that's my goal. That's my thing at this point is maybe you can get someone going. Like, bring up Martel, bring up Lindblom, bring up, bring up Vecchioni. Maybe they just, their energy, because they're in the NHL for a night, would spark this team. And then if they play great, you keep them. And if they don't, after a week, send them back down and nothing nothing happens. You didn't ruin a guy's development because you brought him up to the NHL for three games. Like, just give it a chance at this point. Weiss isn't getting anything done. Laterra isn't getting anything. Although, tonight was the first night Laterra didn't actively annoy me. I thought I liked him uh, with... Uh, Lawton and Lear. I thought that was a pretty good trio. Um, Laterra in a fourth line role uh, isn't going to hurt you, but you have all these guys who are giving you no offense. Bring up one of these forwards who are scoring in the NHL. They've had good seasons. They're productive players down there. Give them a chance because the guys up here are showing you every single night they're not good enough. Maybe Hextall isn't the hockey genius everyone thinks he is. Hextall is an excellent um, franchise builder. He's really good at uh, finding guys in the draft, um, you know, identifying players before they really break out, like Travis Sanheim, like Oscar Lindblom, um, Travis Konechny, where they got him. Great move. Uh, He's good at uh, scouting and, uh, you know, getting the – getting the franchise on track, we will see about putting a winner together. Uh, that's a totally different thing. Um, you know, it's almost the, um, it's almost the Sam Hinkie debate. Yes. He did a great job to set them up with assets and, you know, build, uh, build the potential, but is he the guy to put them over the top to transition this team from, you know, bubble playoff team to winner? We will see. Those are different. Those are different skills. Uh, I don't know if he has that ability, but it is. He said this is going to take some time, and these are the growing pains of a young team. I know we don't like to call them a young team because they have veterans like Giroux, like Voracek, like Simmons. But you know, Couturier's been around forever, and he's not 25 years old yet. You have two rookies on the blue line. Provorov, your number one defenseman, is a second-year player. You know, Konechny's a second-year player. Jordan Wheel, uh, you know, he's older, but this is really his – this is the first time he's ever begun a season getting NHL minutes. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a uh, – there's going to be a transition process here, and – uh, the fact that they're hanging it around 500, I think, bodes well that they could make a push in the second half. But um, 
you know, for a week they're getting great goaltending. They can't find the back of the net. When they do score, oh, you hear my dog barking at lawnmowers or something? That's great. That makes for a great show. Uh, um, where the hell was I? Stupid-ass dog. I love him. He's great. Um, I don't remember. I'll just move on to the next thing here. Um, Flyers, typical flyer, a loss. Get the lead, turtle, 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 lose in overtime. I don't really think they turtled today. I mean, they were up after the first, and then they continued to try to score. They were just unable to convert except for the uh, except for the one second-period goal. But they end the game with 39 shots on net. Uh, they only had three power play opportunities. They scored on one of them. I, 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 this was just a case of, you know, you lost a back and forth game. You were unable to score in the third period when you really had to. It was kind of a back and forth game that they just couldn't, couldn't lock down. I really don't think this was a, um, really don't think this was one of those uh, flyers kind of just stopped playing on the offensive side of the red line games. Like they do play uh, when they have a lead sometimes, but I just think they took too many dumb penalties today and uh, couldn't score when they needed to because only, you know, the top line scores. Can Ivan Provorov have the C on his chest already? The guy is a beast. No, he can't. Why? What's the point? Send Weiss down and hope someone claims him off uh, waivers. Yeah, absolutely. I would love it uh, if they sent him down and if someone claimed him off waivers, win-win. Uh, they're not going to because he stinks. <clears throat> because he stinks. But, um, hey, you know, dumb teams do dumb shit all the time, maybe. There's always a chance. Um, this is a bad product, period. Uh, that's what we signed up for. It's, you know, this is what young teams don't win in this league. Like, it's it's really rare. Really, really rare, unless you're the Maple Leafs and you have, you know, Austin Matthews and the best coach in the NHL, then it's really tough for young teams to win. They're hanging around 500. This this team's ceiling was always second-half team. If they're going to make a push, it's going to be after everyone kind of settles into their roles. This team has no identity. That's a huge issue. Clear out some dead weight and bring up some more kids that can win and lose together as a team. Like, why the fuck is Dale Weiss even still in this league? I can't can't tell you. I wish I had an answer for that. Um, I would unload Simmons, Drew, and Voracek and start over. That's impossible. And, no, that would be – do you know how bad this team would be for so long if they did that? The solution to get is to get the other lines back on the scoreboard and get a better better penalty kill. Now that's everyone else needs to step up. That's uh, I'm really I'm I don't know uh, how you get these guys going again. Other than I think um, I'm not 
talking about breaking up the top line, but getting them extra shifts with other guys. Like I want to see Couturier between Wheel and Konechny. I want to see maybe Simmons jump up with Couturier and Drew over Voracek. I want to see, you know, uh, Patrick getting between Drew and Voracek. Stuff like that happen. Um, I think that's the only way really to get the other guys going is to play them with the only three guys who are producing. Do you think they will trade Moran if they don't believe in him? They're going to trade a defenseman eventually. I mean, there are only so many spots, and they have a ton. Uh, they love Phil Myers, but he hasn't shown much ability to stay healthy. So I guess you got to wait on that. They're high on Mark Friedman. Uh, obviously, they like the guys who are up here playing every night in uh, in Hagen Sandheim. So um, it's a possibility they eventually trade Moran, but I don't think they're – I think Hextall is realistic in what they're – chances of like doing something are so why give up on a young asset when um you know he could be a guy you trade for a player that really helps you a year or two down the line when you are you know your young players are now entering their prime and you're ready to contend he could be a guy who uh you package or any any of the young defensemen uh, i don't think they're there yet It's frustrating that Ghost gets penalized for mouthing off because I kept yelling, get angry at my TV. It didn't feel like anyone else had that fire. I get we need discipline, but we need more heart overall. Heart isn't the problem. Scoring is. Uh, Haig seemed to struggle today. I think he was on ice for a lot of goals today. Um, I mean, they gave up, what, three power play goals? So, I, let's see here. I, he, you know. None of the defensemen were minus today, which isn't the best stat, but it just shows you um, they did their damage on on the uh, on the power play today. Monahan three power play goals in the second period. That's what killed you today. The the penalty kill is putrid, and it's, it's on everybody. They played a decent game today. Penalty kill c- killed them. Not much to it. No, that's uh biggest story of today's game. They weren't disciplined enough. That that's what killed them, and they weren't able to convert on the. Uh, on the tripping call with two minutes left. They needed to score on that power play because I got, I do not want to go to three. The Flyers have some good, uh, some, some good groups for three on three. Now that um, you have Provorov with uh, Couture and Simmons, they're fine. Of course you have ghost with Giroux and Voracek. They're an excellent three on three group, but uh, I don't want to go into three on three with, the firepower the Flames have, and you saw it today. Flyers controlled the puck from the start. One turnover. Drew mishandles a pass. They're going the other way. Boom. That's it. So uh, they needed to score on that power play at the end of the game, and they didn't. That was their that was their opportunity to win. That right there. They could have won the game, and they did not. This team needs veteran leadership on the blue line. I'd love to see a guy like Fowler. I know it's highly unlikely, but Still think it would help, especially if they can unplay load players like Gudis. I, 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 I don't see how bringing in more guys to block the young kids is beneficial. I think this group just needs to grow together. The defense uh, was not good today, but I mean they've been really good on the whole. They are giving up like no. I wanted to find last I checked, they're like top five in goals against per game. Like they are not getting. 
they are not getting killed uh, on the scoreboard. Today was a uh, – I need to go to teams, not players. Goals against per game. Yeah, I mean, they're fourth in the league, 2.45 goals against per game. The Kings, who have, you know, Drew Doughty and John Quick, um, the Lightning and the Sharks are the only teams giving up fewer goals than them. The Kings and the Lightning are giving up .03 fewer goals per game than them. So, like, the defense overall is playing pretty well, as has um, as the goaltending has been pretty good recently as well. Today was just a bad day. Accountability. There is none. Coach needs to go. I just don't know how you – how do you know there's no accountability? Like, are you at practice? Are you in the locker room? These are just things people say when they're mad about a loss. But I, how do you know these things? Has anyone figured out what Dean Lombardi is doing behind the scenes? Hanging out with Hextall, just being – Ian Hextall's buddy, I guess. Um, do you think Hack is losing the locker room? No. And how would any – no. These are – the problem with this team is there's no secondary scoring. That's It's not the locker room. It's not the leadership. It's not veterans. It's not this. It's not heart. It's not any of that. It's that the guys who need to score outside of the top line are not scoring. That's, that is the problem. Making up storylines is Tim Panaccio stuff. It's what you do when you can't explain why they're losing. Oh, let's throw this out there. Uh, is he losing the locker room? No, that he's not. And if he is, I, we would never know that until afterwards. Uh, do we have any more, guys? I think I'm going to wrap it up. That's about all the time we have for you today. A little bit of a shorter version of the post game. Like I, uh, it, but it was a, it's a really easy-to-break-down game. They took too many penalties and couldn't score uh, when they had their opportunities. Of course, they scored four. Four is not enough when you are undisciplined uh, like they were today. Um, I wanted to do this read, actually. This is our. Uh, this is something just for the people who joined us uh, for this post game. We will start advertising this uh, for real on uh, Monday's show, right? They don't play this Monday, do they? No, their next Monday game is ne- the twenty seventh, so they are off this Monday. That is good. Let me just find this. Where did you go? Uh, here it is. Yes. Fantasy sports fans, listen up. Did you know that your chances of winning on draft are 80% better than on salary cap sites? That's why you need to try draft. No more getting crushed by the pros. More than 1 million people have already downloaded draft. Uh, play in real live NHL draft right now. Be done in under five minutes and get paid out the next day. Drafts are filling up every second, so you can join one whenever you want. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use the promo code BSH Radio. All one word, BSHR, are capitalized. That's BSH Radio. That's right. Play in real money draft for free just by using the promo code BSH Radio. But it gets even better. 
draft is so sure you'll love it. They're offering Broad Street Hockey Radio listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft, D-R-A-F-T, in your app store or go to draft.com and come play free right now with promo code BSH Radio. So all you uh, daily fantasy people out there, this is uh, this is our this is our promotion for BSH Radio. Uh, you get money every time you uh, for your first uh, first time players get money uh, when they make a deposit, so you can get in there and uh, you know have a have a great time with the fantasy sports guys. Uh, go for it! You're the first people to uh, hear this read, so I just wanted to get it out there. We will start advertising this on Monday, but you can get started now. Uh, with uh, through the weekend games. I'm sure there's some games tonight, some games tomorrow, so you get in there earlier than everyone else. Thank you for joining me on the BSH Radio Facebook Live postgame show. I will chat with you all later. Hey guys, this is John Stolnes from The Good Fight and the Phillies podcast, Hitting Season, where I talk to Phillies beat writers, broadcasters, and fellow Good Fight bloggers, as well as national baseball writers, and the occasional interview with Matt Klintak and Gabe Kapler. Also, you'll get continued success, a Phil's podcast hosted by Justin Clue and Liz Rocher covering all things Phillies, and The Dirty Inning, a hilarious podcast hosted by Justin and Trevor Strunk, looking at the very worst innings in Phillies history. Make sure you are subscribed to The Good Fight podcast feed.